Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 106, verses 1 through 18. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord because he is good, because his faithful love endures forever. Who could possibly repeat all of the Lord's mighty acts or publicly recount all his praise? The people who uphold justice, who always do what is right, are truly happy. Remember me, Lord, with the favor you show your people. Visit me with your saving help so I can experience the good things your chosen ones experience. So I can rejoice in the joy of your nation, so I can praise along with your possession. We have sinned right along with our ancestor. We've done what is wrong. We've acted wickedly. Our ancestors in Egypt didn't understand your wondrous works. They didn't remember how much faithful love you have, so they rebelled in the sea, at the Reed Sea, but God saved them for the sake of his good name. To make known his mighty power, God scolded the Reed Sea, and it dried up. He led them through the deeps like they were a dry desert. God saved them from hostile powers. He redeemed them by the power of the enemy, but the waters covered over their foes. Not one of them survived. So our ancestors trusted God's words. They sang God's praises. But how quickly they forgot what he had done. They wouldn't wait for his advice. They were overcome with craving in the desert. They tested God in the wastelands. God gave them what they asked for. He sent food to satisfy their appetites. But then they were jealous of Moses in the camp, jealous too of Aaron, the Lord's Holy One. So the earth opened up, swallowing Dathan and covering up Abiram's crowd. Fire blazed throughout the whole group. Flames burned up the wicked. Today's Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Numbers, chapter 22, verses 1 through 21. The Israelites marched and camped in the plains of Moab across the Jordan from Jericho. Balak, Zippor's son, saw everything that the Israelites did to the Amorites. The Moabites greatly feared the people, for they were so numerous. The Moabites were terrified of the Israelites. The Moabites said to the elders of Midian, Now this assembly will devour everything around us, as an ox eats up the grass in the field. Balak, Zippor's son, was king of Moab at the time. He sent messengers to Balaam, Baor's son, at Pethor, which is by the river in the land of his people, to summon him. A people has come out of Egypt, and they have now covered the land. They have settled next to me. Now please come and curse this people for me, because they are stronger than I am. Perhaps I'll be able to destroy them and drive them from the land, for I know that whomever you bless is blessed, and whoever you curse is cursed. So the elders of Moab and Midian went with the payment for divination in their hands. They came to Balaam and told him Balak's words. He said to them, Spend the night here, and I'll bring back to you a word exactly as the Lord speaks to me. So the officials of Moab stayed with Balaam. God said to ba- God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Moab's king Balak, 
Zippor's son sent them to me with the message, A people has come out of Egypt and covered the land. Now come and curse them for me. Perhaps I'll be able to fight against them and drive them out. God said to Balaam, Don't go with them. Don't curse the people, because they are blessed. Then Balaam arose in the morning and said to Balak's officials, Go to your land, for the Lord has refused to allow me to go with you. The officials of Moab arose, they went to Balak, and they said, Balaam refused to come with us. Balak continued to send other officials more numerous and important than these. They came to Balaam and said to him, This is what Balak, Zippor's son, says. Please let nothing hold you back from coming to me, for I'll greatly honor you and I'll do anything you ask of me. Please come and curse this people for me. Balaam answered and said to Balak's servants, If Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I wouldn't be able to do anything small or great to break the command of the Lord my God. Now you also must remain the night here so that I may know what else the Lord may say to me. God came to Balaam in the night and said to him, If the men have come to summon you, arise and go with them. But you must do only what I tell you to do. So Balaam arose in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the officials to Moab. Today's epistle reading comes out of the book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 12 through 23. So then, don't let sin rule your body, so that you do what it wants. Don't offer parts of your body to sin, to be used as weapons to do wrong. Instead, present yourselves to God as people who have been brought back to life from the dead, and offer all the parts of your body to God to be used as weapons to do right. Sin will have no power over you because you aren't under law, but under grace. So what, should we sin because we aren't under law but under grace? Absolutely not. Don't you know that if you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, that you are slaves of the one whom you obey? That's true whether you serve as slaves of sin, which leads to death, or as slaves of the kind of obedience that leads to righteousness. But thank God that although you used to be slaves of sin, you gave wholehearted obedience to the teaching that was handed down to you, which provides a pattern. Now that you have been set free from sin, you have become slaves of righteousness. I'm speaking with ordinary metaphors because of your limitations. Once you offered the parts of your body to be used as slaves to impurity and to lawless behavior that leads to still more lawless behavior. Now you should present the parts of your body as slaves to righteousness, which makes your lives holy. When you were slaves of sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What consequences did you get from doing things that you are now ashamed of? The outcome of those things is death. But now that you've been set free from sin and become slaves to God, you have the consequence of a holy life, and the outcome is eternal life. The wages that sin pays are death, but God's gift is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 12 through 22. Then Jesus went into the temple and threw out all those who were selling and buying there. He pushed over the tables used for currency exchange and the chairs of those who sold doves. He said to them, It's written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you've made it a hideout for crooks. 
People who were blind and lame came to Jesus in the temple and he healed them. But when the chief priests and legal experts saw the amazing things he was doing and the children shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they were angry. They said to Jesus, do you hear what these children are saying? Yes, he answered, haven't you ever read from the mouths of babies and infants you've arranged praise for yourself? Then he left them and went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. Early in the morning as Jesus was returning to the city, he was hungry. He saw a fig tree along the road, but when he came to it, he found nothing except leaves. Then he said to it, you'll never again bear fruit. The fig tree dried up at once. When the disciples saw it, they were amazed. How did the fig tree dry up so fast? They asked. Jesus responded, I assure you that if you have faith and don't doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, you will even say to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the lake, and it will happen. If you have faith, you will receive whatever you pray for. Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand, when everything around me shaken, I've never been more glad that I put my faith in Jesus. He's never let me down. He's faithful through generations. So why would he fail now? He won't. I've still got joy in chaos. I've got peace that makes no sense. So I won't be going under. I'm not held by my own strength. Because I built my life on Jesus. He's never Faithful through generations 
won't. He won't. He won't fail. He won't fail. Rain came when but my house was built on you. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, 
eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words out of Psalm 106. Bless the Lord, the God of Israel, from forever ago to forever from now, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. 
go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Firm Foundation, He Won't, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.